and welcome back to the Mixed Martial Arts Street Podcast. Today's a very, very, very exciting episode um, because we're going to be joined by Isis Verbeek. Um, she's a striker for uh, Invicta FC, and we'll also be joined by the Invicta FC uh, president herself, um, Shannon Knapp. Um, and we're going to be talking about the Invicta FC 48 card that's going down this Wednesday. So um, why beat around the bush when we can just jump right into the first interview? Here's Isis Verbeek. And I'd like to welcome on Invicta FC strawweight striker, Isis Fight Queen Verbeek. Welcome to the podcast, Isis. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so, so Isis, where the nickname, you know, Fight Queen, um, it, it's, it's, it's truly, you know, become kind of a staple of kind of what you're all about, you know, being in fights and, and dominating fights in that way. So how did you, how did you become the Fight Queen? So I was fighting like this eight men's tournament in the Netherlands and um, I won this tournament and this tournament was called it like Fight Queens. So after I won this tournament, like, uh, yeah, the people got me the name like Fight Queen. And then after that, I won this tournament again. So I won like two times this tournament. And yeah, that's how I get the name Fight Queen. So yeah, so you're not only just the Fight Queen, you're the two-time Fight Queen. That's that's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so uh, what, what really, what's your... What's your motivation? What's your passion? I know a lot of people really, uh, it's very difficult to get in the ring. I, I know like personally, um, you know, a lot of people just, they, they don't, they don't want to get hit. A lot of people like grappling, a lot of people like the boxing side of it, but you know, really just the MMA style, you know, mixing all the martial arts together. You, you really have to have a specific drive to, to be an MMA, MMA fighter. So uh, I want to ask, you know, what are your passions? What, what drives you to be an MMA fighter? To be honest, my family is my biggest motivation. They push me through everything. Like, um, I just want to be great and just want to make them proud. So, yeah, they are my biggest motivation. That's fantastic. Oh, uh, you know, circling. I'm gl I'm glad you brought up family there because I I do want to talk about where you're from. You know, uh, the Netherlands. I, I know that you're Dutch. So, um, your upbringing in the Netherlands. How how has it kind of shaped you into the fighter you are today? Um, I think like the striking level in the Netherlands is the best over the world. So yeah, and like striking is a really big part of MMA. So I think that gives me uh, yeah, a good thing. <laughs> like my striking is like, like, like good. So yeah. Your striking is very elite. So uh, I've seen the, the combinations Thank you post. You. Yeah, you're very welcome. Um, they, they, a lot of them like really take my breath away, you know, uh, hitting one twos into roundhouses into spinning kicks. Um, it's, it's kind of spectacular to watch. So um, what, what do you attribute, you. you know, your striking success to and uh, uh, is striking kind of the game plan coming into this fight? Uh, I'm not going to talk about my game plan. Like no, you never absolutely. should do yeah. that. <laughs> but I'm a striker, so yeah, that's that's definitely like my favorite thing. So yeah. So I mean, what do you what what would you kind of attribute uh, the striking uh, 
success too. I know, I know you've kind of grown up, uh, you know, in the Netherlands and, and, and gotten uh, some striking aspect that way. But I know, I know you also kind of ha- have trained with American top team as well as team biggie boy. Yeah. You know, no, Jarzinho's uh, striking his counter punching is fantastic. So, I mean, uh, can you speak yeah. a little bit to that? Oh uh, yeah. Like I'm with Jarzinho since we are young, like maybe for almost 14 or 15 years, I'm together with him. So we both started like as kickboxers and we both made a switch to MMA and we both moved to Miami to train at the American Top Team. And uh, yeah, like I trained at the American Top Team, do my ground over there. And like for me, like I can't complain about nothing. I have a great team around me. I have great people around me. They help me with everything. And it's only getting my motivation um, bigger and bigger. That's awesome. That's awesome to hear. Um, you know, I, I think it's really, you know, cool to, to hear that, you know, you've had this developed this relationship with Jarzinho that goes back uh, a lot of years and you also have that training with ATT. Um, I think a combination like that is, is, is going to make you a, a fantastic fighter um, right now and, and to come here in the future. Mm-hmm. So um, I would like to kind of give you the chance to uh, the, pitch the fight this Wednesday. I know, I know it's going to be very exciting. The whole, the whole card is going to be awesome. Uh, this Wednesday night at 9 yeah. p.m. Um, so, uh, I'll, I'll hand the microphone over to you. Uh, uh, what, what do fans have to look forward to this Wednesday? Um, yeah, this is going to be a hard fight. It's going to be a tough fight and they will enjoy it. So make sure you all watch Invicta FC this Wednesday. Buy your, buy your tickets now and uh, tune in. Tune in uh, live on Access TV. That, that it's going to be fantastic. I can't wait. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> thank you, Isis. You know, I, I appreciate you joining me today. Um, I, I hope we can do no, this again you. soon. And and good luck to you this Wednesday. I, I'm I'm looking forward to it. Thank you so much, and I appreciate you for having me. Oh yeah, you're very welcome. That was Isis Verbeek, and now we'll toss it to Shannon Knapp. And I am humbled and honored to welcome on MMA mogul, MMA pioneer, president, CEO, and co-founder of Invicta FC, Shannon Knapp. Welcome to the podcast, Shannon. Oh, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. So I want to start by uh, briefly talking about you, Shannon. Um, uh, Could you, I know you've been in the MMA industry for a long time. So uh, could you kind of elaborate a little on your 20 plus career um, in the MMA industry prior to the founding of Invicta FC? Sure, absolutely. Um, Actually, I'm 30. (laughs) It's over 30 now. So yeah, that's telling a tale, isn't it? But uh, yeah, I started my career out in uh, various different organizations. You know, I've worked for just about everybody, I think. UFC, you know, Strike Force. Back in the day when they had, um, what was it, uh, WFA, uh, oh, International Fight League. I mean, I've kind of worked, you know, in every different facet in the sport. Um, most of my career actually was spent on the male side of the sport. Um, I was very instrumental. I was a matchmaker at Strike Force and was very instrumental in building what I think was one of the best uh, heavyweight tournaments of all time, in my opinion. I may be biased, but I really believe that. Um, so, yeah, you know, I was, you know, when I first started my career out, you know, you had to do a lot of jobs, you know, and I used, there was at one time, I think I had six jobs. I was Randy Couture's assistant. I was, 
uh, boss Rutan's assistant. I was working in different promotions, you know, kind of getting my, you know, your feet wet and doing different things. So, so yeah. And then uh, when the UFC bought, you know, Strike Force, I had actually had the first opportunity to work with women and realized, you know, and I'm not going to lie because I'm old school. Okay. So I had this, you know, when most of the times when these promoter, you know, would come to me and they'd say, Shannon, we want a female fight. It wasn't Shannon go out there and get the best of the best. It was hot girls. And, you know, I used to fight that, you know, I'd be like, you're not taking one of the spots from one of my guys for that. And, you know, really that's when I decided to start Invicta was, you know, with the knowledge and the support, the, the education that the women had given me, I thought if anybody can change the game for these athletes, I think it could be me. So they changed my mind and, you know, that's giving me resources and tools. And then here I am. That's, that's fantastic. Right <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. No, I mean, quite a storied career. Um, so I, I want to pivot a little bit, you know, uh, talk about a specific date, um, March 6th, uh, 2020. It was Invicta FC, uh, Phoenix Series 3, uh, a game-changing night for MMA. Um, can you explain how the implementation of this open scoring system was introduced and kind of talk about its impact uh, that it's had on Invicta to this day? Well, you know, uh, of course, I sit cage side sometimes, you know, and I, I'm watching and I'm hearing and I'm listening to what the corners are saying to the athletes, you know, and uh, many times I had realized that what the information they're giving them is really not accurate based on the judging system. And so uh, we had had a fight that, you know, we thought it should have went the other way. And, you know, it's disappointing because it's someone's career, it's someone's money and that kind of thing. And I was kind of looking at the commission, like, you know, these judges, you know, I'm like, you know, upset with the situation. He's like, well, Shannon, what if there was open scoring? And then I was like, yes, what if there was? And, you know, from that moment forward, you know, we moved on and, um, We've been doing it for two years and it's been amazing. And the reason I like it or I wanted it, because I want to let everybody know out there, I know the naysayers. I hear all the stuff. And if I don't, they tag me. So I will hear it, you know, or see it. Um, but here's the thing is for me, it's about giving back some control to the athlete. It's all about the athlete. It's not about me. It's, it's about their careers and giving, you know, it doesn't fix judging, it doesn't change judging, but what it does is it gives an athlete more in their arsenal. And immediately when we decided to do the open scoring, one of my biggest things was, you know, I wanted to make sure that we didn't take the athlete's choice away or their right to make a decision if they want to know that score or not. So what we do is, you know, everybody's aware we do it. And the I encourage the cornerman, the coach to have conversations with their athlete, determine if they want to know it. And if they don't, the only person that has shown that score is the coach. And it doesn't show to the audience until we go into the round. And at that point, the athlete's busy and not hopefully not looking up, especially if that's what they want to know. They're, they should be, you know, um, invested in the fight at that time. So that's kind of how it all came together. And it's been successful. I'm not going to lie. I mean, we don't get that coasting everybody talks about. Uh, we don't have that at all. You know, knock on wood, we never do. <laughs> but we don't We don't have that. Um, nobody's complaining. Hey, you want to know what my favorite one, though, is, Bobby? Yeah, please. It is, it is when they say to me, well, you know, one of the objections to it is that, oh, yeah, 
well, you know, somebody's going to be fighting the judge during during the event. I'm like, okay, <laughs> well, that could happen right after, you know, right after this decision. So um, I really haven't found a good argument that makes me go, oh, you know, you're right. Or, you know, that's a, a level or layer I didn't think about. No, I think, uh, I mean, you kind of talked a little about the na- the naysayers in the situation. I think a lot of people would agree with you in the fact that, you know, open scoring, um, it, it's it's a very popular uh, uh, idea that that uh, a lot of people want implemented uh, universally to MMA. So it's it's pretty uh, groundbreaking, you know, Invicta has has done this and kind of has been a sort of a testing ground for the rest of, you know, MMA promotions to, uh, to build on. I think, I think it's a fantastic, um, you know, implementation of it. And I I'm, I'm personally an advocate for open scoring. So that's fantastic. Because, you know, if somebody's got an argument out there that makes legit sense and that, you know, is something that still leaves the athlete with some kind of power, then I want, you know, I'm open. I, you know, I'm open to hearing those arguments, but to this day, I haven't heard something that changes my mind or that is a negative that I have seen happen in my fights. And trust me, I hear it all. Well, that's because they're women. Oh, really? <laughs> you know, the rules are the same. The game's the same. Everything's the same, guys. So, you know, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm all for it, as you know. But well, that's great. That's fantastic. Um, you know, uh, I, I want to pivot again, uh, talk, talk a little about, you know, Invicta FC itself. Uh, it's produced some of the best MMA fighters in the world. Um, Amanda Nunes, Rose Namajunas, Carla Esparza, Julia Budd, Chris Cyborg, uh, just to name a few. Um, and I know this past yeah. weekend, we saw a former Invicta bantamweight champion, uh, Lauren Murphy. Um, she defeated Misha Tate in a fantastic fight. Um, in my opinion, it, it, it could have been fight of the night. There were a lot of great fights on that card, but um, it was amazing. Um, we also saw the debut of a former Invicta strawweight champion, Emily Decote. Um, so I, I kind of want to talk about, you know, w- what kind of effect do, uh, these former Invicta fighters, um, have on the Invicta brand, uh, following their departure? You know, uh, first and foremost, I have to say, you know, I'm incredibly proud of both of their performances, you know, incredibly proud that, uh, Emily got her opportunity, you know, and that, you know, she made such a statement and her debut that was you know, that's incredible. And, you know, Lauren, you know, it, it's, it's just, you know, and I'm a big fan, been really close with Misha over the years, you know, had her at strike force. So, you know, it's just, it's just amazing to see the women get those opportunities and take advantage of those opportunities, you know, and it's just, I'm just happy to be a part of that journey, you know, the story, their story. So yeah, it's, it's, it's like, you know, being proud of your kid or something, you know, it's, it's very cool to watch it, you know, and, and we at Invicta, not just me, but we all embrace it and, and we all, you know, want the best for the athletes. So, yeah, it's really cool. They did, they did extremely well. That's fantastic. Yeah. You know, I, I appreciate, you know, putting the athletes first. I th- I can tell that's what, you know, uh, Invicta is uh, really about. Um, and a lot of MMA promotions that I, I've talked to, you know, also uh, really trying to emphasize the athlete. And I think that needs to be uh, done more, more in, uh, in today's world. So um, um, like definitely to- show us, just not say it. That's the important factor. <laughs> I think, that, you know, sometimes a lot of people say it, you know, yeah. and there's more to them just letting your athlete go to the UFC there's more to, to being, you know, for the athlete than just that, you know, um, I'd love to see the pay increase across the board. You know, I looked over the other day and I looked at the men's side of the sport and I'm like, whoa, <laughs> you know, um, women are kind of surpassing just in, you know, in, in the different levels. 
you know, at the top, there's still a huge discrepancy. You know, the men are still, but as far as, you know, I, I looked over at the, you know, at the other levels and I was like, wow, you know, um, yeah, they, they, they need some help right now. Yeah. You know, I, I just, I think that there is definitely, I'd like to see some of these other promotions, but they're money where their mouth is. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree completely. Um, so I, I would also uh, like to talk about the fight card this Wednesday, uh, oh, a yeah. stacked card. Fantastic. Um, we'll start with the main event. Um, Invicta FC bantamweight champion, uh, Tanisha Tennant, defending her belt against Olga Rubin, who is making her Invicta FC debut, obviously a former Bellator fighter. Um, but uh, this one's very exciting. Uh, what do you have to look forward to there? I love this matchup. You know, I, I just think that I, I've seen a lot of fans talk about it and they're really excited about it. You know, they're both purple belts that, you know, they, they match up stylistically really well. So I'm excited to see, you know, and I don't know, I, I'm sure you've seen the Invicta belt, but I think it's one of the nicest belts in the sport. Well, right now, you know, Tanisha has it and she's certainly not going to want to give that up and Ogla's coming for it. You know, she wants it. So I think anytime you have a belt that sets her in the middle, it already gives it, ignites the, you know, the action a little. So I think it's going to be a really, really good fight. And, you know, I think there's even more weight on Tanisha because it's her first title defense. So, it, you know, and you know that old adage that they say in the sport. So I think that, yeah, I think that there's just a lot riding on this and they both want it. And I think that that's going to make for a really good fight. I think it will as well. I, I yeah, I know uh, I was going to touch on you know, a lot of a lot of fans have really been asking for this fight, so it's very exciting that uh you know it's finally coming to fruition uh, this Wednesday. But um you know speaking of Invicta FC debuts, um, Talita Bernardo and Yana uh, Gadelia uh, are both making theirs in the co-main event. Um, uh, very very important stylistic matchup here. Um, so uh, can you can you talk about that one a little bit? Yeah, once again, you know, uh, it's it's. You know, we went through some some changes in this co-main event and, you know, a shout out to Yana for stepping up and taking this fight, because I always commend athletes that are always ready. They're prepared. And, you know, because that is it, you know, and it when you start your career out or when you've been in for a bit and you're you know, you just got to be ready. You got to be ready for the call. And, you know, so shout out to her. Um, this fight. I'm very interested in too, <laughs> you know, stylistically, the way they match up, you know, just that energy that they're coming with and that experience. I mean, I think this is going to be a great fight, but you know, I'm a little biased. I think every fight is great. That is why they all make it to the card. <laughs> but, <laughs> but this is definitely one that I think the fans, you know, you're, you're not going to want to miss that fight. So That's great. That's great. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm glad I, I was going to touch on that, you know, Yana stepping up on short notice. Um, so uh, very fantastic uh, fight there in the co-main. And I also want to talk about, you know, my, my personal favorite fight in the card, um, two esteemed strikers, uh, Melissa Odessa Parker and Isis uh, Furbeek. Uh, fight the two-time fight queen. I actually uh, just got the chance to talk to her, and uh, oh, nice. she won that tournament twice over over in the Netherlands. So, yep. um, very excited to see her. This will be her second Invicta fight. Um, what do we have to look forward there? Action, and I think you know that. <laughs> I think there's going to be a lot of action on this fight. You know, um, they're both very decorated strikers. You know, um, you know, different, a little bit of the different, you know, genres, you know, in the combat, but got boxing and you got kickboxing and you know i've also heard that they both are coming to the table with some ground that they've really been working you know in that aspect of their game but the big deal is that these are some of the two top biggest prospects coming through the game 
you know, um, very talented. You know, I feel really blessed to get this bout, you know, because I think the way it matches up, you know, I love fights. This is a good fight, you know, and I, I know they both want it. So they're both coming to the table ready. And I think when you have two athletes like that, with that skill set and then that desire to get in and be the one that wins. I mean, yeah, this is going to be fireworks. I mean, if it, you know, on paper, <laughs> I guess, you know, it's always a chance that it could, you know, somebody shoots and goes to the ground or something, but on paper, this has all the ingredients to be maybe fight of the night. Yeah. Fantastic. I agree with you completely. That's, that's why I'm looking forward to it so much. It, it's, it's, it's got fight of the night written all over it. Um, you know, obviously undefeated boxer in, in Odessa Parker and then Verbeek striking um, is is next level. I've seen the combinations on Instagram. I was talking with her all about those. Um, they make my jaw drop. So like poetry um, in motion. When you yeah. get a good striker like that and the, just the fluidity and just the way it, you know, it's just like poetry in motion. I love it. Absolutely. So, so Shannon, um, I know all the fights are great. Um, but, but I, I want, I want to ask you, you know, what's one other fight on the card that really sticks out to you? Um, yeah, you know, um, ah, you know, this is tough because I just started to say one and then I like, oh, what about that one though? You know, um, I want, you know, I think they're all, that's the thing. Each one of these athletes brings something. You know, when you got, you've got Autumn and uh, Maria, and that's a fight that they're both kind of coming in, you know, uh, still figuring out who they are. So there's, you know, but it's good, solid fighting, you know, and then, you know, well, we've got Parker, but Fryer and Lee Brock. Okay. You know, I think that's got to be a good fight, right? I mean, they're both have something to prove, you know, they're both making their way back up, uh, you know, they're matched up stylistically really well. So, you know, I really, you know, the cool thing about this too, in the office. So uh, Morgan was in signing posters. Amber comes in, you know, and she, you know, identifies this her and she's like, you know, hey, you know, this is great. Uh, let's make, you know, let's put on a great fight and that kind of conversation. And, you know, so they're going to go in there and they're really going to, they're going to go for it. So I think that's going to be a great fight. Um, ah, Leanna Pearson and Christina Williams. Okay. <laughs> Do you see now I just went through the whole card. See, now you went through the whole card. Look yeah. <laughs> you know, that's a good fight. That's a good fight. That's a good matchup. You know, it's really going to give me an idea in these divisions where these women are at, you know, um, it's, they're going to push each other and it's really going to give me an idea of where I need to push them next, you know, because I'm a fan of never thrown an athlete in the deep end, but I'm going to push you because I'm going to push you each time just a little more because that's, what's going to build that foundation and that base of you being a champion. Um, so this one, this fight for me, I think is a fight that it's really going to shake it out and, and tell me where these athletes are at in my divisions. It's fantastic. Yeah. Um, I, I agree with you. You know, there's like you said, there's not a single bad fight in this card. Um, I think every single fight is matched up extremely well. Um, and, and I mean, in conclusion, uh, just want to hype up the fight for this Wednesday, you know, Invicta FC 48 tenant versus Ruben it's live from real works, Denver, um, 9 PM Eastern standard time. You can purchase tickets online from Eventbrite, or you can watch the event live on access TV and fight network. I'm also, uh, hearing that there's some other, uh, uh listening options. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's no reason not to tune in. That's a fact because you can watch it on the Invicta YouTube channel, the Invicta Facebook, 
Access TV, Fight Network. No other sport is on that night. That is like the dead day of the one day of all the year, right? The open scoring, you want to complain about it, you want to support it, well, get in there and take a look. You know, I, I'll listen to the feedback. But definitely, I mean, if you want to, if you want to see what we've been talking about and the buzz that's out there, whether it's for how talented my athletes are <laughs> or the open scoring, don't miss this show. Thank you again, Shannon. It's, it's truly been an honor having you on here. Well, thank you. It was such a fun show to do. What's up, mixed martial arts street fanatics? Are you looking for more content? Be sure to follow us on Instagram. Follow us on TikTok as well. Visit our website for a list of all of our episodes. And if you like what you hear, smash that five-star review on Spotify. See y'all soon.